welcome to Black Light Mass Incarceration Show. I am your host, Sierra Cobb. Black Light Mass Incarceration Show is a space that is used to uplift the unheard voices of the criminal and social justice issues that many face today. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Sponsored by Emancipate NC. Back for another one, y'all. We finally got the other co-host yeah, back. What's good? Definitely a co-host, man. I was gone, so I'm coming from that. We're working, man. Like, we're working to make things better. That's what we're doing. Like, you know, the conditions of prison right now is terrible. Just nasty. Everywhere and you ain't able to find anything here. You still have to wait when you do something positive, man. They don't like when you try to fight, fight for what's right to make the system be workable for a, a better change, for a better result in the individual's outcome. They don't like stuff like that. You gotta understand how they when you be listening to things about their stories and their problems. Farming is farming. We don't want to be divided all the time. We don't want to make a mess. Well, I did 45 days for having a podcast. Like, like, that's the first thing we can show is I got punished for it because I'm expressing what's going on behind the walls. So, you know, I got retaliated on. I didn't do anything. They say, like, the 899, you know, they say that for you to be guilty of 899, I have to commit one through 98 charges. um, One of them charges, they have to say that I'm practicing it or introducing uh, drugs into the facility in K2 or the market with neither was found it on me or have I ever had a case, a drug case or something in prison. That's been about two years. They had no reason to spark at me. But of course we always get the news behind things, find out what really happened and why. So the show the show that me and my wife have that we created I'm here I got retaliated on telling the truth. As he said, he lost his appeal, y'all. And I want to remind you that I had collected statements from other people that have experienced the same backlash for speaking out or having family members call. And I sent it to everybody, even sent it to the appeal officer to prove that these things are abuse of power and he still lost his appeal. So that just goes to show you that they don't care. And I don't understand how... Taught and she can have all these things that he's supposed to be doing to make the prison better, but yet still when it's blatantly there and you're showing him, he turns a blind eye, period. Like they yeah, continue they to do stuff wrong that doesn't even make sense and they continue to get away with it. But I'm telling you, it's going to burn and they're not going to continue to get away with it. Like it's just, it's going to burn. Like you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing over and act like you just can't see it. I'm really not feeling it. Why uh, it's anymore because of the fact that 
he's not a man of his word. We all know the things that he's doing. Well, I'm, I am experiencing this result. I'm living through the condition that he allowed the prison to be in, that he allowed the prison to orchestrate, that he allowed the prison to implement. Mm -hmm. and, I'm, and I'm a part of this experience, and I'm here to tell you that. It's making these brothers and sisters work. They have no opportunity. They learn this safely and get minimized because they always gotta act like an animal or a beast behind the cage of a wall because they get punished for something that they had to stand up and say, which is the freedom of speech, which is the first amendment. That's my right. I still got rights as a offender in BAC. It's because of like a doesn't mean that I don't have policy and structure upon me as an offender, offender rights in the procedure. It definitely states that I have freedom of speech and I'm not supposed to be retaliated on and you can't just put me in a hole because you feel it's talking about my presence, about my reply. If you call me boy, I'm going to tell you I'm not a boy, I'm a man. And you lock me up for it, then that's cool and unusual punishment. That's another violation. That's my eighth amendment. That's another violation right there. So when these are not taken care of, it's normalized with these COs, which I'll say they're supposed to be some type of mentor, advocate, aka correctional officer. The ones that's in here daily with me. These people gotta deal with me daily. Cause they got, they got to make rounds. They got to interact. They got to give me my food. They got to do the whole nine. By the sergeant sitting in the office, by the lieutenant sitting in the office, by the captain sitting in the office, and the warden sitting in the office, and don't give food F about what we are and how we are living. No, they think it's funny. They just want to implement. Yeah. They want to watch videos of people fighting. They watch, they watch the videos and rewind them over and over of who won the fight or how he got knocked out. They, it's a joke. We just ain't nothing but a show. This is a show. I live on the camera 24 hours a day. No privacy, no nothing but myself. And there's still a window on that where they have to come check on me, supposedly, every 30 minutes to an hour. Supposedly. And uh, that's what's going on, man. This is live and direct, man. I'm out here right now in the, in the day room around real live brothers in here that's been down for 20, 30 years. Life sentences and things like that. People in here not guilty like me, innocent. People that's fighting for their rights right now. I might find a couple of few right now that's that's what's going on, man. Yeah, let them talk. Man. Let them talk to the audience. Yeah, I'm, I got to walk. I got to walk around. Let's see. Hey, Zay. Yeah, we got one of the partners, one of the brothers in here. We call him Zay. And I'm going to let him introduce his own self. But he's a fly brother. He's been down. He's a fly brother. I mean, the brother Zay, they came a long way. He also... In the prison with 
It's like mind frame. And I'm kind of proud of him because he keeps himself together and out of the BS. It's in prison. But I'm going to let the brother Steve go, brother. We just letting y'all know that just because people are incarcerated don't mean that they don't have goals. They're trying to reach the goal. And we're working every day. We're striving every day. Well, not everybody, but certain people are working on their mental, their physical, and their spiritual aspect and every day trying to reach a new height in life. Yeah. I was listening to the Steve every morning. Yeah. So, every morning. Do they mind if I talk to you? What? I'll be blowing up. Listen, I'm watching. I'm listening to the Steve Harvey morning show. Come off the street. Yeah. Steve Harvey says, they say, with new levels of life, there's a new devil. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Basically, basically, it's looking at adversity as a challenge and not a problem. You get what I'm saying? If you are going through adversity, however, whatever, most high y'all pray to me, he gave you that challenge because he knew that you was equipped in life for it. Right. You get what I'm saying? So us being incarcerated, certain people come to prison with the wrong aspect of it as in like, man, it's over, but really it's just a new challenge for you in life. For you to endure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to take this as an opportunity. You've got to always look at how they say it, the brighter side. Right. Yeah. Me and myself, I look at, at it as a brighter side of the situation to use this body, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Educate myself. What kind of people your name? Oh, Isaiah Santra Wilson. That's my government hey. name. I'm on the county. I'm on the county. I've been locked up four years. I've only been in prison, like 138. I came to school. April 21st. Right. I came to prison April 21st for a murder song. 16, 21 years. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just, you fresh yeah. on your bed. Fresh on the door. But how you really feel having that time? About having that time. I, I'm looking at it as in like an opportunity to get everything together. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, you're going to take this 16 and yeah. drop in you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take, I'm gonna gonna take this 16. I'm going to take this 16. And come back and make it seem like it was just vacation. No, like a new life rehearsal. Yeah. Oh man, I like a that. new life rehearsal. Because first off, because life is never an ending thing. We make history every day in life, right? You know what I'm saying? We make history every day in life. You know what I'm saying? We make history every day in life. So it was just a rehearsal. Guess what time? Guess what they said? Guess what? I read a lot too. I did not. I had a struggle of reading because I didn't do it right. But when I, once I knew that just some had to read and just read, you'll become better at it. You right. seen the list I gave you, how I don't want to get there. Malcolm X is my big brother. I remember I watched the Malcolm X movie when I was like 10 years old. He went to prison. One of the first things he did, he started going to the library and he had grabbed a dictionary and he went from page to any dictionary and learned all the words. All the way. So, yeah. so, so I'd be doing that in the room. Get my meals right, I meditate and I pray. But this is what they asked us. Interviews. The interview asked uh, Thomas Edison. Why? I don't think Richard. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> Thomas Edison, why haven't you switched with the light bulb knowing that you failed over 3,000 times? Mm. He said, I haven't failed once. I just found 3,000 ways that it don't work. Work. That means I just got to go to the other way that it works. Well, people don't say stuff like that. They understand, like, this is just to do rehearsing a life for you to make it better. You just got to find it. Yeah, that's all I mean. Matter of fact, I got a new business venture right now. My mother and them, they LPGNs and meds. I'm trying to see if they can open up all their own home health. You know what I'm saying? Medical. Yeah. Home care nurses. Yeah, home care nurses. 
see, when you got real women in there that really care, that thing can pop for real. Yeah, well, my family, my on my pop side, man, they own shit with them. They don't care nursing, man. They been doing that since '83. Yeah, I'm just looking on the way to go rent them. Hey, look, that's the golden way. You gotta, you gotta use the rich and the wealth positively. We don't. See y'all, you don't get this anywhere else. Like live in the building, walking around in the block, getting live interviews. Only black light do this, y'all. Only black light can do this. You hear me? But yeah, I don't know if you really heard, you know, Jeff speaking of the situation, but the same situation that I had came on here and done a few podcasts about the abuse of power and how the upper head management seems to just act as if that's not going on. You know what I'm saying? Just turning their ears and eyes off of everything. Like, I I don't get it. It's not just abuse of power. It's other things going on. You have a woman that is confined in a male's prison and they refuse to send her to a female's prison and it is not given an adequate reason why they won't transfer her to a female's prison. Like, just stuff that I keep telling y'all that makes absolutely no sense that they do like just do what is right. Do what makes sense. And they refuse to do that. Like, I don't y'all I'm telling you, like we have to do better. We have to band together to get these people to understand that you cannot treat them like that. They do not deserve to be neglected, abandoned, treated like they're not worth anything to be confined, isolated, they do not deserve that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't understand why we feel like they can get away with that. Period. Like, that's... I'm telling Anyway, here they go. They back, y'all. I was talking to Black Light while, you know, y'all were calling back. Yeah, so that was they, man. They was... You know, let y'all know what's real, man, where he's coming from. That was live about Rick, like, yeah, man. And like I was saying, it's real now. You know, it's real, it's real. on black mass incarceration show. That's how we do he, it. He, he, I'm talking about he, he's fresh too. Fresh. He's fresh on the bed. Fresh on the bed. But, like, he, but I like that mind frame because he said, I look at this as like man, a new life. I'm looking, like, at my, I'm looking at, my, at, the, at the bro, man, behind the wall, man. I really want him to speak on his show, man. This is stuff, but and he came, man. His name's Queasy, man. And he's saying he want to give Black Light Mass Population Show some big love, man. You know what I'm saying? So, so we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Tell him when he can. He's always welcome on the show. We're on the show. Black Light Mass Population Show. Back. Yeah. He was live and direct, man. Yeah, he said, man, he gave his love, man. But you got to uh, give our love back from the audience. JJ, man. Yeah, you got Jay, man. Jay is a fella, man. He's been a Marine. He was a Marine in the Army. He did um, wonderful things, man. And uh, he also has been uh, even here with me. He's incarcerated, but it's another brother, man. He got his head good on tight, screw on tight, man. Stay out the way, man. He's definitely not for the BS. Like, if you're stuff like me, you want to have cool talk, grown man talk. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to let him introduce himself. 
they, they, we call them daytime. But tell the people how long you've been incarcerated, man. Where you from, man? Well, first of all, I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut, but I've been living in Burlington pretty much my whole life, Burlington, North Carolina. Um, 36 years old. Real name Lonnie Jefferson, by the way. Well, how long you been in prison? Oh, I've been in prison for about a grand total of six months now. So how long you got left? About 13 and a half years. 13 and a half. So your experience in prison, would you say it's enlightening or has it ever been fucked up? I mean, messed up. Excuse my language, but, you know, we in prison, so is it the medical good for you? Is the food care? Is it good or healthy? I mean, how, do you, how, do you, how have you seen this prison? Well, it's definitely been an eye-opening experience. I mean, one, one takeaway that I... I tell a lot of guys up big here, if they had their way, it seemed like it was just let you dive. Anything really happens. So it's just like no real communication with any other officers if anything goes wrong. If you got a button in your room with no speaker to let them know that it's an emergency. So unless you can get somebody beat out the door for you, they might not know what's going on. You out of love. Yeah. So, like, how do you feel like it's the staff aggressive? Or are they more complimentary or are they like oppressive? Are they biased? Uh, one consensus I see on most of them is it's oppressive because when it comes time to get anything done, like you'll drag your feet about it. I mean, even now to get this toilet fixed sometimes. But when, as it's time to lock down, well, for the most part, they're going to come in here and tell you to lock down, click your doors at you. They, they be on anything that takes something funny, but as far as getting anything extra. As your experience, when you needed medical treatment, how long did it take for you to get a response or some help? I can't speak for myself personally just because I haven't asked for a lot of stuff medically. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I know there's a bunch of guys, a bunch of guys I've seen who have like, there's one guy, he's been waiting about four months just to be seen about a hernia he's had. You know what? I almost went through that the last mm. And they like, they want you to have a special amount of time left for them to be even compared to present. Yeah. It's sad. That's okay. So, is your girl behind you? She's been riding with you? Oh, yeah. I, I've got a great support system. And I think that's the biggest thing that keeps me going through all this. Yeah. Yeah. I know I got reasons out there. I got to have something to keep me going and, you know, keep me motivated. I call her every night to give me updates on how I'm the kids are doing, and you know that that brightens up the bleakness of my day. That's, that's very important to have that type of support, uh, support because that's how we survive in prison with love. We don't, we don't survive in prison off of clarity or cloud or trying to be famous or how many people get found up. No, we survive in prison off of love. Yeah, you know nothing else matters after you get in the room by yourself. Yeah, and uh, but that's JJ man, guys. Thank you for sharing. Hey, thanks for having yeah, thank me. Thank you. And I that will bring you back on the show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was JJ man. It's special how he was. You know, like I told you, he was real live and direct. I'm walking around. I'm talking about. I'm walking around in the day room. I'm getting live stories from people that's really going through situations, man. And people got to understand that. Well, we in here, we really surviving off of love, and we ain't surviving off of really the violence, man. Violence is not always 
see violence is the result. So do you um, think yeah. that's why it's a bunch of violence? Because a lot of people don't have that genuine support, especially the ones most that are wrongfully definitely. convicted? Yes, that most definitely. And these people in here are living in pain. I used to be one of them. In the prison with 31 years over my head with a minimum of 25, which is a natural life sentence. that age in five years. For something you didn't right, do, like with no evidence. But yes, totally. Totally. And right now, I thank God that I'm back in the fact. You know, I'm about to get back in the court. You know what I'm saying? In the fact council, we doing our thing. My wife, man, she's in law school, as we speak. You know what I'm saying? She's about to be a crazy lawyer out here, man. So y'all get ready for the force, man. We really like that. For real, man. Like, we love our people. Like, y'all should love the same way. You got to understand that us inmates that they call, we are we still people. So I thank y'all for being out there, like, supporting mass incarceration. What because the- if it wasn't for y'all, it wouldn't be no meat today. I mean, listen. It's the same movie. These Black Light supporters is real live, and I am thankful for every single one that has downloaded this show. We have not. We're just now about to make it to a year, and the numbers is moving, and I couldn't do it without y'all. Like, we Crazy. would not be here without yeah. y'all. Crazy. We appreciate that you appreciate so y'all the content. Up, man. Get involved. Yeah. Continue to send mail. Get involved. Pick y'all phones up, man. 336, man. 430. 28, 83, and express our feelings on how y'all see about the conditions of how things being handled from the world to here. Because I'm giving you the latest of what's behind the walls in here. So do me a favor and tell me what's going on out there. Call me, man. Call the Black Light. Call me, the Sierra, man, and let us know what the business is, because I know y'all listening, it's just steady downloading. So pick up the phone and call the Black Light at the You will be pre-recorded. We will add you to the stuff on your phone call. will be heard. And you know, our episodes drop every Thursday. So don't play with it. It's helpless. You know what I'm saying? We encourage y'all to step with the movement and what we're doing with the holistic health and holistic legal aid services out here. We're trying to develop more for people that are interested into the holistic mental health. Please feel free to get with us because that's the Caribbean movement. Man, that's what we're doing. We're also doing legal aid services trying to get the post conviction movement into a play around my way and around any other state that needs help with post conviction services, man. So anybody that is voluntarily want to be in terms of trying to get the cloud up a little bit or trying to get your practice up, man. Get us up. Let us know. And we have a place to direct you so you can get to work and help us make a change. So anybody out there, man, is looking for board jobs for board of directors, man, hit us up, man. We got we got a nonprofit for you to join. Because if you with holistic mental health and a holistic legal aid service so we can help people get out of prison and Help people get a regulation on a mental man. That's the most powerful thing ever, man. We gotta have a good mental in order, but say, steady and be ready for the good fight. Oh man, if y'all hear what I'm saying, 
Y'all got you got to go ahead and contact me. Stay tuned with us. Continue to write us. Sierra, it's gonna be at your hearing, man. So she can. <laughs> y'all got to help her make a difference too because she out here moving, man. Talking about switching the the pole with the sign on it saying free my people. Basically, up, man. Basically. Yes. Like, no lie. I'm funny to you, baby. <laughs> ain't no lie. You hear me? There's no lie. All facts. Yes, man. Yes, man. Definitely. You know, I show black like man. I want to give y'all a special treat today, man. On my first day back on the show, man. We got live direct footage, man. To let y'all see what's going on, how far we take it. We just ain't no competition. We don't just talk. We actually are in the movement. We actually do what y'all want to hear. Fly footage from people, real people. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we do. For real. We expose the truth, man. We let the truth be known. You ain't got to say anything like, oh, man, I wonder what they, how they get treated. Well, just go, just go tap one of them shows on the site, man. And I listen to them. And then it will tell you what's going on. It will let you know what's going on, man. <laughs> yes, man. Let y'all know what's going on, man. Y'all, we on YouTube. I need so y'all feedback, man. Don't forget to like, yeah, subscribe, and share because we are on YouTube. You know, we can do more well, live videos like this. You know, I always got a live interview yeah. coming from on the outside. So please, y'all, get the algorithms up. Like, subscribe and share. We all about trying to free our people <laughs> to make things better, for real. Real talk. Yeah, we do need that. We do need that support. Because having uh, a powerful movement will help a lot. But to make a big difference, man. Because some of these boys are not running these prisons correctly. And uh, these public defenders, man, they're getting up a win with these cases. Because I'm not about to change public defenders. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, it's a tough job. It's really a tough job to say you got a hundred or some cases. Man, my God. Well, this system was built by design for, of course, the state to have more power and more resources. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it was by design. Yeah, it was definitely... By design to mobilize order. And when I say mobilize order, that means to benefit from it. They have been benefited from this structure for the income of the United States of America to keep it afloat. So y'all keep that in mind, man. We can't be placed in this structure. But that's the show. Yeah, that's the show. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Stay well and be good and get in the movement. Till next time, y'all. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Your host, Sierra Cobb. Take care.